1: Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, sitting here with my buddy Tom Dorian, co-host. Hello, Deacon Jeff. How are you doing? Fantastic. How are you? I am thrilled. In fact, I'm so excited because today we have opened up the mailbag, and it's always fun when we open up the mailbag. It really
0: is. I cheated, too. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, you read it. Well, I wanted you to read it. It's good stuff. Because you were mentioned in it. Yeah. (laughs) Right? It was important. You know? Uh, yeah. We got a great email. Threw me a bone at the very end there. And we're going to uh, we're gonna read it on uh, on the air here. And we want to talk about it because I think it's important. It really is. Uh, you know, it's not so much uh, everyone is specifically experiencing this particular situation. Right. But I think it speaks globally to issues that are out there that we, we all need to think about.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And, and this, uh, this one comes to us. The, the email was uh, entitled when I got it was, Question from Holland. Isn't that great? And a lot of people don't realize that we're sort of an international show here. We don't because we're we're on iTunes and right. we're on the internet. Yeah, and so who knows where this thing goes, right?
0: Oh, obviously, obviously Holland.
1: Well, we got an email from, and I'll pronounce her name Anne Marie. It may be something else, Anna Marie. Um, yeah, but we're going to go with Anne Marie because I'm, you know, it's what I read here. She needs Spell right this, and I cannot pronounce her last name but it is definitely some kind of dutch something or other right but we'll just go with Anne marie and and she identifies herself as Anne marie from the netherlands so right you know we'll we'll go with that but it says dear deacon Drzymski. now i have stop there she's very formal now we, i never call myself she deacon doesn't Drzymski. know you does she no she's a nice she's a nice girl though yes but it's very respectful nice. right off the bat yeah. i don't get that a lot she scored right there <laughs> amen i'm a good job however she about lost me this next paragraph here <laughs> hopefully i don't bother you. With yet another question from a listener to your podcast, but I really can use some advice, and because you are the reason for my problem, <laughs> I thought maybe you can help me now. <laughs>
0: Amen, Anne Marie. <laughs> my problem too. <laughs> <laughs> every once in a
1: while, I get an email where I go, "Wait a second. Now she does put quotes around problem. Didn't do anything to her? Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, she goes on and explains She says, "I'm Anne Marie from the Netherlands, mm-hmm. and a few months ago, I found your podcast when I was searching for something to listen to while riding my bike to work." I stumbled upon your show and because the Catholic faith and I have an on and off again relationship, I thought I would give it another chance. The whole show, your topics, your attitude, your wife's beautiful insights into church history, really spoke to me and made me listen to your podcast during all my activities. My love and hunger for the Catholic Church grew, and I went to Mass in my hometown, went to confession, and even went to Taze, a French ecumenical monastery this summer. My relationship till a few months ago with God was okayish but now it really feels alive and because of all the sacraments and the conversation i have with god during prayer god really feels close now i'm slowly growing back to a life with god and with his help and the holy spirit i hope i can continue on this path now there's more I mean, i'm going to read more but isn't that beautiful right there
0: oh it's incredible
1: you know and it's just amazing how you start in this little process you just kind of you discern you open yourself up to god and suddenly You know, your life changes. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Right? And it's just, it's amazing to me how God works in people's lives and how, you know, he he just, you know, maybe it's a bad word, but he infiltrates. He does. Right? Gets in there and through the Holy Spirit and just through grace, it just starts transforming your life. And what does she do? She's so smart. She goes to mass. Yeah. Right? So often people who fall away from the church or who are not active in the church, Mass is the first thing they chuck because well, mass and like
0: all the other sacraments.
1: Well, but she starts with mass, right? Right. I, I, right. go back to mass, yeah. Right. Even if you haven't been to confession, I'm not saying to go to, to receive the Eucharist. What I'm saying is go to mass, right? You know, the universal prayer of the church. Just and, to go and, and let and, him speak to you, right? Exactly, right. Then she goes through sacramentally, right? You know, and gets herself back involved. Uh, in the church and then she even goes to um, you know a french monastery that sounds like fun though doesn't it she's got it, it does and she also has a very fervent prayer life it looks oh, like oh yeah she's praying beautiful she's having conversations with god that's beautiful man i wish all my listeners did that i'm sure they do and the mind blowers when you get to the next line which one i am 24 years old yeah that's next that's coming to, you're exactly right i'm
0: real I'm, I'm reading this and i'm thinking
1: well think about this she's, she's in, be in her 40s or 50s she's in the netherlands yeah and that whole section holland you know is not Pretty secular. Yeah, it's starting to go that way. A lot of yeah. Europe is going that way. Yeah. Right. And so here, here she is in the middle of this sort of secular culture, right? She says, I'm 24 years old. My parents, my three brothers, my boyfriend, and all my other friends and family are not Catholic and don't believe in God. They struggle a lot with values I think are important and are important to the Catholic Church. They say they respect my faith, but they make fun of it at the same time. They have this idea that it's really cute that I still believe in God, but that we all know it isn't true, like with Santa. Now, how sad. They don't believe in Santa. They don't believe in God. <laughs> you know, the life is terrible. Easter bunny. Exactly. That's all out the window for them, these guys. They haven't, Right. Well, you know what? A- 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 all kidding aside. Right. It's a lack of faith, right? It, it is. Just, I, don't, I can't believe in anything I don't see, feel, touch, experience, know, you know, that, that I can't smell. You know, it's like... It has to be the physical senses, and if it's not there, it ain't doesn't exist. Right, right. Well, that's where she is. Mm. Twenty-four year old girl. She's Mm. got a boyfriend. Listen, boyfriend, you better listen to this show. (laughs) 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 You don't want to lose this girl. She's a good girl. This
0: is a good girl, brother.
1: Yeah, it's a good girl. And then, and speaking of brothers, she's got three of them.
0: You know, yeah.
1: And and uh, her parents and everyone, I'm sure they love her, and probably think she's on some kind of flight of fancy.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Anne Marie, there she goes. You know. And, right. the, and the reality is um, she's the one that's getting it. Oh, exactly. Isn't that amazing? Yep. She's the one that's getting it. And so she goes on to say, for me, it gives me the feeling that I found something really great, but it makes me a bit isolated in my own community at the same time, especially because I am the only person under 35 in my church, and people in my church can't really relate to me. All right, so now she's all alone.
0: She is completely alone.
1: This is difficult. Now, she says, although I really have a great priest here, he honestly tells me he finds it very hard to talk about young adult problems. So that's the reason I hope you can give me some advice on this topic. If you have the time to write me back, please don't feel obliged. I, hear, I hope to hear from you, and thank you for your great work. Then she throws one to you here. God bless you and your family and your co-host, Tom. All right, there you Marie. go, Anne Marie. Thank you. And she says, P.S., I'm sorry for my English. I hope you understood something of what I've written. Yeah. Okay. So her English is way better than my Dutch. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to try to do any of this Dutch no, stuff. No,
0: we don't need to go there. We can't so go there. So we're
1: going to talk about this email because this is important. This is a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on. She wants to talk about young adult problems. Right. And 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 we should, and I, and I think we do in a sense on this show, because really young adult problems are really no different in a lot of ways than than problems as people get on in life and get more established, get more mature.
0: Exactly right. They,
1: they, they all come from the same root. The problems right. they all come from sin. That's right. Right. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, they all do. And and I, and we will talk about some of these things and how Anne Marie's maybe going to be able to deal with these things. But there's a couple points I want to make first. Sure. One of those points is to look at this and realize that. And Marie, I'm going to talk to you just for a second and tell you that what you're experiencing right now is, I mean, imagine yourself now, picture yourself, uh, you know, 2,000 years ago, mm-hmm. right? In, in, the, in the Middle East, walking around there, and there's this guy wearing a tunic, walking around, his beard and sandals, and just kind of talking about peace and love and turning the other cheek and all these different things and doing things on the Sabbath and all the – it's like – And just kind of turning the world upside down. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine the people who were following him, his disciples. Of course, we're talking about Jesus. Imagine his disciples. Imagine you're one of them, Amory. Put yourself in that situation. That's exactly what you're experiencing right now. Exactly right. I mean, you're you're one of Christ. You're walking with him. And so in walking with him, I am sure, I am certain 2,000 years ago... That there was some uh, prejudice back then. Oh yeah, just right, a little that. bigotry, a little prejudice, a little problematic situations where oh you're one of those. Right, right. You're you're one of those that follows the Nazarene. Right, right. You're 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 following that crazy guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 the world does not want to spend you know much uh, capital. On these crazy ideas, oh yeah, because it's countercultural, it's counterworld, it's counter, it's against what so many people think are is the truth, mm-hmm. and yet, so Anne Marie, you find yourself following Jesus in this in this context, and so what's amazing to me is that you have the opportunity to see what it was two thousand years ago, to experience that and see that right now, and that's, that's a blessing and a curse. It is a blessing and a curse, but I, you know, I kind of wish I would known what it was like to be walking around with Jesus. Yeah. Well, Anne Marie, you do. Oh, absolutely. You know, and so in that context, you're blessed in the sense that you are with Jesus, (laughs) you know, you're walking with him and what a challenge that may be, but to realize that you're walking the right path Mm -hmm. and don't, don't ever forget that. That's probably the most important thing I could say, but now getting to all this stuff about like, you know, how do we fix these, the youth problem? Talk about youth issues, young people and things like that. Well, I would understand that There's a lot of things that we could address. We could talk about contraception. We could talk about sex before marriage. We could talk about abortion. We can talk about all these things relating to our sexuality. And we do talk about some of those things on our our show. And and there are many, many shows we have that are about this topic that would apply to young people as well. Mm -hmm. And even have some shows that are kind of focused on young people as the future of the church.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But i got to tell you, going back to that concept of of Anne-Marie, you being the person that is walking with Jesus... In your community, I, I, I'm going to tell you how to fix the youth problem or fix the the situation with you're the only person under 35 in your church, mm-hmm. right? We're going to go through some things here that we, that you can do. They're going to give you that sort of uh, opportunity to, uh, I don't know, to to bring Christ to everybody that you meet. Yeah, to cha- to be an instrument of change and really an instrument to participate in salvation. For all the people around you in, in your environment, and so uh, what we want to do is we're going to uh, we're going to go through this list of things that I think that would that that you can do, Anne Marie, that would help uh, to change the culture you live in exactly. from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Right? We all think about top-down uh, you know, solutions. Well, the government needs to do this. The, the institution needs to take care of this. The parents need to do It's always like it doesn't this. doesn't work that way. Right. Well, the best way for things to work is to, to, to be that, that spark. Right. To be that little point of light. That's what she is. Isn't that amazing? It is. I'm telling you, that's exactly
0: what I thought of when I read this, was she is the point of light.
1: And, and so there that's she the is. That's the blessing part of it. In this, in this context, you know, and to, and to be that point of light and to share this with others. So we're going to go through this list, but before we do that. Oh, man. Yeah, we got to take a break. We got to hear my beautiful wife. That first segment went very quickly. It did. It did go quickly. Well, my wife is going to talk about, uh, Bess is going to talk about faith, you know, and and having faith. So listen closely to this. Uh, before we uh, before we go there, though, I want to remind folks at home, we got a great website, www.thecatholiccafe.com. And just like Anne-Marie, I want you to send me an email. Tell me about your life, what's going on in your country, in your in your setting, in your situation. Send that to Deacon Jeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And with that, we'll be right back.
2: I'm Bester Drzezemski, and this is another great moment in church history. The world has long wrestled with belief in God, belief in a supreme and loving Creator who transcends all things, all spaces, and all time. And countless words of wisdom have been written through the ages, by Catholic and non-Catholic thinkers alike, about the meaning, importance, and construct of faith. American writer and poet Elizabeth York Case writes, There is no unbelief. Whoever plants a seed beneath the sod and waits to see it push away the clod, he trusts in God. St. Thomas Aquinas, doctor of the Church, writes, To one who has faith, no explanation is necessary. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. If a man wishes to be sure of the road he treads on, St. John of the Cross tells us, he must close his eyes and walk in the dark. Faith, says Helen Keller, is the strength by which a shattered world shall emerge into the light. First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt writes, He who loses money loses much. He who loses a friend loses much more. He who loses faith loses all. St. Augustine, early father of the Church, reminds us, Faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. In St. Matthew's Gospel, Jesus himself speaks of the great power and promise of this gift of faith. He tells us, For truly I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. As defined in our Sunday Visitors Catholic Dictionary, faith is the first of the theological virtues. Together with hope and love, faith brings about the life of sanctifying grace in the human person. Faith is truly a gift from God. We cannot manufacture it or create it out of nothing. It is not a faucet that we can turn on or off. No, it is indeed a beautiful and precious gift given out of love to each of us from God. And by definition, because it is a gift, it must be received. And once received, it must be nurtured, tended, cared for, cultivated, and developed. Faith must be lived or it will die. It is only in living a life of faith that we are truly alive. I'm Bess Zimski, and this is another great moment in church history.
1: Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. Ed, we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff talking with Tom Dorian. Sure. And we're talking with also Anne-Marie Marie. from the Netherlands. Yep. Right? Question from Holland. We're answering her question from Holland about just young people and faith and her family and her experience and how beautiful it is. And I and I hope, Anne-Marie, that you were listening to my beautiful wife talk about faith uh, in that last uh, little segment, there, great moments in church history. How beautiful it is uh, to have faith, and that Anne Marie, you need to keep your faith, sweetheart. That's where you know that's where it is. That's, that's the that's the truth that the world is seeking, and you've and you've got it. That's right. You got that little bundle of joy. Uh, you know, just hold on to that because that, you're going to need that uh, going forward. In fact, I think God's going to use that. Oh, totally. So let's talk about some of these things that 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 you can do. One one thing that I would tell tell you, Anne Marie, is that. You know, you are a human being in a human culture, right? You you are in an environment. And God uses people just like you to inspire others, right? You know, share your faith. This is what we talk about in the church when we talk about n- the new evangelization, the idea that we would go into an environment and evangelize that environment, that we would go and we would share the truth of Christ with people that we meet. So, So your friends, you talk about, you know you 've got uh, obviously your family, you got your three brothers, you got your parents you got your boyfriend, but then you also have all of your friends and of course, all of them tend to be um, uh, you know secularized who not really thinking about God, maybe they kind of believe something, but they 're not really sure, but they 'll go ahead and say i don 't believe in God you know right. right I only believe what I can put my hands on right, right. you know the reality is that that you can inspire them right, Anne Marie, you can be a witness to them, right? You, in your everyday life, who you are, I, I, I would imagine they love you. I imagine your friends love you, even though they don't maybe use those words. Right. A lot of times people find it difficult to say those kind of things, but the reality is they hang around you because they like you. There's something about you that's special. Yep. And that means you need to understand they, they like all of you, and that would include your faith. Even though they might say it, they may disagree with you and maybe even have discussions or arguments about it. But the reality is they like you. And if you like that, kind of like, you know, when, you, when you're trying to choose a gift for someone, they say that a rule you can always use is is buy that person something that you would like. Right. Because they'll like getting something that you like. In other words, they like you. They like right. who you are. Right. And so your faith is a part of you. Don't ever let that go. Don't hide it and say, well... They like me, except they don't like my faith. And they no, no they like all of you because your faith makes you who you are. That's right. So inspire your friends with your faith. Yep. Let the Holy Spirit inspire them through through your faith. And you know, you might say, well, how how do I witness to them? Just be yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's the next thing he I would the talk Holy about. Spirit, I, I would just say live your faith. Mm-hmm. It's it's so often that people want to like share the gospel with people, and they want to share it by. Reading them a passage of scripture or... or uh, hand you know, them a book. Or hand them a book or, or something like this. And, and this is good. I'm not saying that's bad to do. Pointing them to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. The Catholic <laughs> Cafe. It's a wonderful place to inspire people. But I guess the, the the point I would make is that I think that far greater than that is that lived experience that people have. They trust you. Right. They will trust the words that you share with them, especially the word of faith, the word of truth, right? The The word of God. They right. will trust the Jesus that comes through you if they trust you. Right. Right. If they know you and they, and they say, well, she's my friend or she's my sister or she's my daughter, then, you know, I, I'll listen to her. Yep. I may push back a little bit, but I, but I at least am opened up to that. So that means living your faith in a way that standing up for your beliefs. That's right. Right. Say, you know, I've decided I don't want to eat meat on Fridays as a sort of a, a show of a sign of penance. Yeah. I, I think I'm not going to do that. And so here I am. You know, in the Netherlands, and we got this big whatever. I don't know what you eat there in the Netherlands, but I'm roast sure. Beast. But I'm sure there's some roast beast on the table, right? And it's Friday, and say, well, you know, I think I'm not going to eat meat today, right? And people can stop and say, why are you? You there's that crazy girl doing that crazy thing again. <laughs> Right? Didn't she go to Tazé, that French ecumenical monastery thing? She's. Yeah. You know, it's like the reality is if you live that, and then also, especially when it comes to the, when your friends talking about the questions about that are really talking to young people today. Right. Right. Same sex attraction, uh, sex before marriage, contraception, abortion—all these issues that are out there that are saying, "Well, you know, the, the church is antiquated." I'm not saying that you should argue with them. I'm just saying that you stand up and say, "Well, you know, I believe this." Right, and if you say it like that, well, I believe it. I think it's true. And if they like you, if they love you, if they see you as a valuable, a human person in their life, they're going to be forced to respect you. That's right. I mean, they're going to respect your beliefs. Now, they won't if you do what I would tell you not to do is like beat people over the head with. Oh, by the way, you're sinning. You're by the way, you're going to hell. By right. the way, don't do that. If you do that, you're going to hell. Yeah, they don't need to hear well, that. They don't want to hear that. That's not really. That's, you know, that's not really going to. Help them, right. In this in this situation.
0: Yeah, you, plus, you weren't sent there to judge. Exactly You're right. Just sent there to be.
1: Now, if they ask the question, "Do you think this is a sin?" Well, be honest with them. Right? I think it's a sin, or I think it's wrong, or I, I don't. I don't think Jesus wants us to live that way. Right. But just to the very existence of God and the question of God, I think that if people see joy in your life, Anne-Marie, if they see happiness in your life, Anne-Marie, they're going to want to be more like you. That's right. They're going to say, why is she always happy? Why does she have joy? That's why exactly is she right. positive? Well, that's because you're, you're living your life, and you're not beating people over the head with the truth. Right. right? We don't want to use the truth as a bully pulpit, as a, as a, as a way to, to knock people into conformity. Exactly. Right. Well, Jesus will do that at the end of time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the holy two by four will come out. That's I, right. I, I, I'm joking. Don't send me emails about the holy two by four. Right. But you, but you understand the, the point is that's not for us. Right. We don't judge. Right. All we can do is be ambassadors of love, ambassadors of mercy, ambassadors of of, tr- of the truth, which is really an ambassador of Jesus Christ. Amen. Right. To Amen. be out there, just kind of living it. So I would imagine that uh, th- that she might be getting some questions.
0: Oh, from from all of her peers, from uh, other folks in her church. It's coming out of, out of every, out of the
1: woodwork. Yeah, especially the friends. Right. It's like, so wait a second, let's turn let's always you know, she's gonna be like Anne Marie, you're gonna be like the expert in the room. You're always whenever it talks about anything morality wise, they're gonna turn to you and say, Well, Anne Marie, what do you think?
0: They, she really is. Yeah. So that And they're watching her. If they're teasing her that much or they're they're thinking that it's she's affecting them, okay, isn't it? It is affecting them. They're yeah. watching her very
1: closely. And they may joke about it, but it's challenging them. It's Which, challenging them at the core of who they are. Right. That's exactly right? right. Well so what that tells you is if they're gonna ask you questions, then Anne Marie, what you're gonna have to do Sweetheart, you got to come up with to, some answers. You're going to have to come up with some answers, right? <laughs> so you're the only one. You can't write, go anywhere. Now, right. you know, it's not like you can say, well, go down the road to the, the, the you know, Catholic uh, Answers Are Us, you know, right. uh, building, and they're going to take care of this business for you. So, Anne-Marie, I think what you need to do is spend a little time studying. Continue to do what you're doing. Right. You know, whether it's listening to the Catholic Cafe, but, you know, buy yourself a Catechism of the Catholic Church. Start reading that. Yep. Right? Read uh, the books by some of the great authors, you know, the, the modern contemporary guys, uh, you know, Patrick Madrid, Scott Hahn, Steve Ray. Um, listen to Catholic Answers on the radio. Some of these kind of things that they're just helping people in their day-to-day lives answer the questions that people are asking. Right. Right. And there are several good resources on does God exist. Right. You know, starting there is really important because once you get one of your friends to understand that God really does exist. It forces them then to say, well, how do I relate with that God? Right. Right. And so, and, and, you know, maybe we'll do a show on does God exist? That's a good idea. I, I, Cause I think that's, that's where I would start with all your, your godless friends. And I don't mean that as a judgment to people who don't see that there's a, a, a God anywhere or a reason for God. That's that's where I would start. Mm-hmm. So learn more about your faith. Right. And then also I, I think She's already mentioning in her email that she prays.
0: That's incredible.
1: Yeah. Well, so keep praying fervently, and realize that the Holy Spirit is the one doing the work. And right, not you. you are not doing the work. Right. Yep. Right, and and let the Spirit work through you. The
0: more she's able to surrender, the more effective it's going
1: to be. I think absolutely. You're exactly can just right. Just give
0: up and let the Holy Spirit work.
1: Jesus pointed out that there was that the, the greatest uh, impact comes from the greatest humility. Right, that's dying right. on the cross, right. essentially, is it was the greatest and most uh, in, impacting event right. on our, in, in our universe.
0: And then when she's in that state, yeah. she gets to witness what Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Amen, doing. brother. Oh man, that's going to be. Brutal. Oh, that's
1: fantastic.
0: She's so going to love it. And
1: the last thing I would mention is know that you're not alone. See, I, all this this email tells me how much you're, you're alone. Right. Well, know that you're not.
0: Oh, we're here, and the whole universal church is there. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, but more importantly, I think Jesus is there. Oh, yeah, you're and remember right. your Catholic faith, and remember the the Eucharist, right, right, and and remember that that we're, that that when you receive the Eucharist, you're receiving Jesus, and He's there with you. He walks with you. That's right. This is how Jesus said, "I would be with you until the end of the age." Right. In Eucharist, he's, he's there with you and where you're not alone. And as you pen, m- mentioned, uh, so, uh, correctly, Tom is that as members of the body of Christ, it's a universal body. It is, you know, it's interesting. And she, All I asked her permission to, 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 talk about this email, uh, and said that I would pray for her, you know, but also can we do a show about it? And she said, of course you could. And she said, um, she responded to me, of course you have my permission. It would be an honor using my name is totally fine by me. One thing that really attracted me in the Catholic Church, she says, is the spiritual family you get in all parts of the world. Tom, that's what you were just talking about. Amen. Right? That you want to talk about this topic and pray for me emphasizes that once again. This is also the reason I feel honored by you mentioning my situation in your show. I hope this can help family members, quote, unquote, I maybe don't know but really do care about. Isn't that beautiful? It is This girl gets it. Anne-Marie, you get it. She does. I'm so proud of you. Yes. And I don't want you to stop and think, I'm all alone, and I can't do this. Realize that you aren't all alone, that Jesus is with you, but we're with you. Tom and I are with you. Yep. My wife is praying for you. The whole the whole world is right there praying for you, yep. just kind of being with you, existing with you. And, of course, Jesus Christ is by your side at all times. Amen. Yeah, and you're going to need him. You things, are. Things will get tough. Things are going to get tough. But, Anne-Marie, we're going to pray for you. This is going to fix the youth problem, by the way. This is going to fix everything. Yep. Anne-Marie, you be that spark. That's be right. that, that light to all the people that you come to know and love in your in your community. Amen. Let's, let's pray for Anne-Marie. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask your blessings upon your daughter Anne-Marie, upon her entire family, and upon all who seek the truth. May they come to know the depths of your eternal love. To the grace you poured upon the world through your Son's suffering, death, and resurrection. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to Deacon Jeff at TheCatholicCafe.com.